What's up, people? Welcome to Pod Central. On today's episode, we're going to talk about podcast transformation. So with transforming your podcast, that means going from where you are now to a higher level. I believe 95% of podcasts could actually be profitable. Like more shows could make money, but it's just the way in which they operate is just not good enough to be a profitable show. Right, so I want to kind of break this down into different sections. The first one is the mindset. I think this is probably the biggest one. And some people are aware of this, but they don't fully accept it. And what I mean by this is YouTubers, when they post content, they believe they're going to get paid from this content. In fact, most people will tell you, I started a YouTube channel so I can make money on YouTube. They want to make money from assets, brand deals, affiliate marketing, promotions, all kind of stuff. And I think for podcasters, there's this kind of belief that, well, I'm too good to want to make money from my content. And for me, that just doesn't make sense only because you know you want to make money from it. And you're not a villain just because you're profitable. I've talked to so many podcasters who genuinely believe that there's an issue with selling a product or with promoting a product or anything like that. Like they should just make content. I talk about how you should charge podcast guests to promote their products and services on your show, right? They want that promotion and they should have to pay for that. And you should see how many podcasters attack me for this belief. And I'm standing on that. I think if you're going to do a ton of interviews, people should compensate you for that work you do. But there's a mindset in a lot of podcasters that they either don't deserve to make money, they aren't good enough to make money, or that podcasters aren't supposed to be profitable. And I just want to dispel all of that. I don't care how many downloads you have, how big your audience is, how many email subscribers you have. If you make a ton of content, you make good content and you're serving a group of people, you deserve to be profitable. Everybody else around the content process is making money. The people that run ads on your videos, they make money. Even if you don't have uh, your uh, uh, show monetized, there are certain platforms where, yeah, they'll pay you one or two cents and you're technically making money. But on the back end, they're making thousands and thousands of dollars while paying you pennies on the dollar. I guarantee it. I've been behind the scenes. I know that's how this goes. So when most of these platforms tell you we can help you make money podcasting, what they mean is we want you to get us bigger brand deals so we can say we have X amount of podcasts in this category and get brands to come over and pay us. And then we'll pay you a couple pennies here and there. That's what it really means. So I want you to understand that you do deserve to make money, right? Like you deserve to be profitable. That is something you have to get in your mind. Now, the second big issue is systems. I think most podcasters aren't consistent on making content because there's no process to how they do everything. For you to be an efficient content creator, period, let alone podcasting, there's a process you have to follow. Now you should make your own, but for me, it's pretty simple. Planning content, recording content, then editing content, and producing content that simple now some people will say that whole workflow is production i like to separate things out planning is obviously when you sit down what is this episode about who is it for what value are they getting how are they being entertained all of that stuff that's step one step two is when you sit down to actually record it whether you have a guest on your show or it's you and your co-host that's when you sit down and record that content then you go into the editing phase that's when if it's a video or if it's audio you make sure it's better, you improve that. Lastly is post-production. Post-production is when you take all the edited content, then you start making those marketing materials, you write the show notes, you come up with titles, you do chapters, all of that stuff is post-production. That four-step process, when you improve that, like me just laying that out right, out right there, you could just take what I just said and 
add that into your process and just follow that every time, I can guarantee being profitable will be a lot easier. Like the reason you can't be consistent with making your content is because you're all over the place with it. When you get inspired to record something, you don't have a process to follow when you get inspiration. You probably just sit down and record. Then later on, you realize, man, I shouldn't have recorded that. I should have been more prepared to talk about this. You know, you may edit out a place. You want to come up with a title and you haven't even fully edited the episode. It's just a workflow you should follow every single time. That makes it really easy to hire the people to work with other people. And at the higher level, get sponsored or promote your own products and services. Because now you have a predictable workflow. I sit and I record six, eight episodes at a time, right? Where I literally record a whole season in a week, right? Then I put all that content out and I have call to actions ready to go. I have different sales planned. I have my landing pages set up and everything, promo codes, all of that, the whole nine. That workflow only works because I have a specific process that I follow every single time. So when you improve your systems, it's gonna be way easier to reach that profitability way easier to make the money you feel like you deserve to make. I can guarantee that. Now, another issue that podcasters have is positioning. Now, positioning is an interesting one because I know when I say that, most people don't know what I mean. What I mean is, what's your space in the market? Now, I'll give you a couple examples of this. There are sports podcasts, right? It's a ton of them. You got the ones here in the middle and you got the big ones. The big ones are like ESPN, right? That, those are the ones where or even NBA player podcasts. A lot of NBA players that are in the league now have their own shows. That's a premium show because they're a current NBA player with a $100 million contract and they sit down to record basketball content. They appear immediately. Their positioning in the market is, I'm a current NBA player. I'm a star in a league. So I can have any NBA player on my show that's currently playing or retired. I can have coaches, trainers, anybody, right? So their positioning is premium. Then where most podcasts fall, I would say in the sports space, is in that medium range, you know, where they're, if they're consistent, they start to build more of a brand, right? There are a ton of TikTok podcasts, right? That's what I call them. Like they're podcasts, but it promote a lot of their clips on TikTok, right? But you know, that's, that's their content style. It fits because that's where their audience is, right? They promote it on Twitter. Basketball Twitter is a big thing. So their positioning is we're guys that talk sports and we just love the game, but we're professional. We're consistent. We have a workflow. We have a process. So if you want to work with us, it's going to cost you this much, right? The medium podcasts charge more because they've set up a brand for their show. They have a perception, right? Whether you agree with them or not, they put out so much content and they've been doing it for so long. They have a stable position in the market. There are some basketball podcasts like, are they on ESPN level? No, but some of them like good example, B-Ball Breakdown. The guy's been doing a basketball content heavily for at least 10 years now. Like been very, very consistent. So that puts you in that mid-range area. It's better if your podcast falls in this area because for most people, that's the peak. Unless you're going to become famous or do something that is out of the norm, you probably won't reach that premium status in your market. So for me, with my startup podcast, unless I sell my company for a million dollars plus, or if I have one of the most profitable no-code companies, like there are very few lanes to becoming a premium show. That's just something we got to accept. But that mid-tier show is actually still really valuable. You want to be there. Those are the ones who have brand loyalty, brand respect. And companies want to work with them and you get paid and all of that, right? So being mid-tier is great. Unfortunately, a lot of podcasts are at that low tier still. These are the ones who you see spamming Facebook groups. The ones who 
All right, all the free Facebook group communities trying to promote their podcast in the hopes of that, you know, getting them more listeners and hopefully getting them sponsored. And they don't realize that it's just a road that leads to nowhere. You're in a group with 50,000 other people that are all just promoting yourselves and nobody's listening to anybody else. Everybody's just selfishly promoting themselves. That's just low tier work. Again, the mid tier creators notice the way they, they promote their show. They use TikTok. They may use Instagram. They may use LinkedIn. They use platforms. They share clips from the show. They engage with their audience. What low tier podcasts do, they go, and this is, this goes into positioning. If you're positioned in low tier of podcasting in your market, you're probably one of those people that spams the hell out of Facebook groups. I can pretty much guarantee you've been kicked out of at least one group and you're in maybe 10 other podcast promotion groups. Cause I know some of these people, I'll give you the background on that. A lot of people start those podcast groups because they know they're going to get tons and tons of podcasters filing in. Then when you file in, they try to get you to give them their, give up your email, your name, the podcast name and stuff. It seems basic and harmless, but by doing that, you've entered their marketing. Now you got somebody who's never had a podcast who just wants to try to make some money, quick buck, spamming the hell out of you to sell you some kind of course or coaching program or masterclass. I know what the, I know what it is. And you think it's good because oh, I can promote my podcast. You promoting your podcast to thousands of other podcasters is not going to grow your damn audience. And I just hate that podcasters believe this. If, you're, if you are going to promote your show, you want to go to where your listeners are, not where podcasters are. For me, that could work. But even then, for me, I don't go to where podcasters are because I want to go where profit focused podcasters are. Right? Like I want to go layers deeper into my niche. You need to find where your niche is and promote there. So I broke down those tiers, premium, mid-tier, and then low-tier podcasts, because if you're in the low tier and you're doing some of those things I just mentioned, if you don't have a mailing list, you spam Facebook groups, right? If you're just trying to always look for the free tool and a free way to get some kind of promotion, if you're on Twitter and you're spamming people when they ask for podcast recommendations, I'm telling you now, you're not going to grow your show. That's not going to make you more profitable. That's not going to improve the positioning of your show. You'll always be a basic podcaster. If you want to get to that mid-tier level, you got to have more of a game plan, more of a strategy for your show when it comes to planning your content and all of that, specifically marketing. Where do you market your show? That's 70% of positioning when it comes to podcasting. Where do you market your podcast? Like where are you putting your content so that people can get access to it and they can support you and they can engage with your short form content. You got to think about that. Now, the last thing I want to say is Part of transforming your show is becoming more profitable. I said this in the beginning, but I think the best thing for most podcasters to do is to sit down and think, how do you want to monetize your show and then find somebody else that's done it? I get a lot of flack for being a podcast coach or whatever, and I'm not even a podcast coach anymore because I have software now. Like my main income stream is not selling you a course. Like that's not, that's not it at all. And a lot of people in the podcast space don't want to invest to get to where they want to go faster. I'm telling you that this is a normal thing across multiple industries. It's always existed in most facets of the world. Most people invest to learn the things they do not know because from learning from somebody who's done it before, you can get to where you want to go faster, plain and simple. Look at Olympia. When Olympias are training for the Olympics, they don't say, oh, I can go on online and find this training or I can go and find a trainer at LA Fitness and stuff. No, they find either a uh, trainer that's been training their entire lives to just train Olympians, or they find somebody that dominated in the Olympics in their sport. That's it. I'm saying that if you want to be successful, you adapt that. 
right? And again, I'm not even trying to sell you nothing right now, man. I'm not. I'm just telling you. The podcasters I know that are profitable, they invested something to become profitable. So if you have it in your mind that you're just going to figure this thing out, and you can do it. But I'm telling you, it's going to take you way longer than you think. Way longer. And I just think that's stupid when you could just pay somebody else a hundred, five hundred, even a thousand dollars. Let's say somebody was selling a program. I saw some master class that was being promoted. It was like twelve hundred bucks for a master class. And you get a year access to this master class for only twelve hundred dollars. And now again, you want to research these people, but my issue with that wasn't the price. My issue more so is with the person selling it, but I'm not even gonna get into that. But that's a worthy investment because you can make over a thousand dollars from your podcast in a month alone. If, even if doing affiliate marketing, selling your own products, sponsorships, you can make that from one episode. So I'm just saying, think about how you want to monetize your show. I believe a lot of podcasters started their shows and made a bunch of content and never really thought about monetizing until they get out there more than it's like, damn, I can make money from doing this. How do I want to monetize my show? Now you got to rebrand and rethink stuff. The reality is you can avoid all of that. You can skip all of that. And you can skip all of that by just sitting down and thinking, damn, what is it that I really want from this show? Now, if you don't want to monetize, I'm not saying that's bad. That's not a problem. I'm just saying that I know more people want to monetize and they don't want to be honest about it. That's the part that irritates me. Like, I know you want to make money from your show. It's okay. Let's just find a game plan to get there. Because all in all, man, I think if more shows were willing to transform, they could be profitable within 30 days, like 30 days, not like a year or a bunch of months, 30 days, you could be profitable. And no, you may not be making like $10,000 a week, but yeah, let's say you start making 300 bucks from your show. That'll feel damn good, right? So I'm just saying, man, think about becoming more profitable and building that show where you generate the revenue that you want. 